snowing lightly as I drive through rows of towering pine trees on a winding road up to the cabin. Wow, what a gorgeous location for a little weekend escape. I could sure use a holiday. Work always gets so hectic this time of year. I was preparing to spend the winter cooped up in my downtown office when I got the call about a little college reunion weekend by the lake. Some time to relax with old friends is exactly what I need. I just can't help but wonder, will you be there? You and I both ended up in this tight-knit group of lifelong friends. <laughs> we spent way too many nights getting drunk on cheap red wine instead of studying. I don't know when it happened exactly, but I was surprised when the friendship between you and I shifted towards romantic desire. But I was just a young, dumb guy, always chasing my next high. Unfortunately, I got seduced by someone else. I regret giving you up, but I did it assuming you wouldn't want me back after all that drama. Anyway, I guess I haven't seen you since graduation. I always wondered where things could have gone between us. Maybe this week will answer that question. I turn into the gravel driveway of the cozy lakeside house. As I get out and begin unloading my bags, another car pulls up behind me. I squint through the windshield. Is it? It is. It's you. You gracefully get out of the car and wave to me. My heart races as you close the gap between us. Somehow you look even sexier than you did in college. Your long hair flows across your back and those boots. I'd forgotten how long your legs are. Hey, you. It's been forever, hasn't it? How are you? You reach out and embrace me and I release a soft sigh of relief. I was worried there might be awkwardness between us, but we're just two old friends who haven't seen each other in a while. Who knows? Maybe we're more than that. We make our way inside the snow-drenched cabin together. The furniture looks handmade and the wooden rafter beams in the ceiling makes it feel like a rustic farmstead home. A huge freshly cut pine tree sits in the corner of the entryway half decorated with popcorn on strings. We find our friends drinking hot chocolate by a crackling fire in the living room. You and I sit down next to each other on the couch to catch up with the group. As we all chat, I learn you've finished law school and work at a prestigious firm in the city. Very impressive. The evening goes by with comfortable ease, filled with laughter and nostalgia. We all end up around the fireplace once again after cooking and devouring an amazing home-cooked meal together. It's nice knowing that we can all slip so easily back into the rhythm of our friendship, even after spending so much time apart. The mulled wine in my ceramic cup is warming my hands and your presence just beside me is both comforting and exciting. Suddenly, the lights in the cabin flicker around us. The power goes out. 
Kevin goes to check the circuit breakers in the hall. No luck. He calls the owners of the house, but they don't pick up. I guess there's nothing left to do now, but enjoy each other's company in the glow of the fire. Nadia demands that we drink more wine if we're going to be stuck in the dark all night. I relax into the couch as I get the sudden feeling that it's going to be a very long night. Our friends mill about in search of candles or flashlights, and suddenly your leg grazes up against mine. A jolt of electricity shoots through my body. Did you do that on purpose? Or was it an accident? It's too dark to see your face, but I can somehow feel your gaze against my cheek. Everyone else is focused on the blackout, but my attention is entirely on you. I wonder if you're feeling the same nervousness I'm feeling. I take a chance and press the outside of my thigh up against yours. And you, you lay your hand across my knee. You ask me what I've been up to the past few years and what happened to the girl I left you for. I tell you the honest truth. It was short-lived and I've been single for a while. You tell me you were engaged shortly after graduation, but that you called it off after realizing it was a mistake. So I guess that means we're both single. The fire is dying down. I wonder if the others would even notice if we slipped away somewhere more private. I can't see you at all in the dark, but I bend down and try to place my lips somewhere near your ear. I ask if you want to go check out the upstairs balcony. You tell me you have a better idea and you take my hand in yours. A rush of desire tightens my entire body. It feels so good to be touched by you. I stumble over a floor pillow and try to remain as quiet as possible as you lead me away from the living room and down the hall. You open one of the doors on the left and pull me inside. I can't see anything at all, but I get the sense that the room is small. I think there's a sheepskin rug on the floor and a bed in the center. You pull me forward and the bed springs creak slightly as we both blindly lay down on the bed. My nerves have died down a little, but I'm still incredibly excited to have this private time with you. My eyes adjust and I can start to see your shape beside me on the bed. I don't really need to see you because I can feel your body pressing up against mine. I reach out a hand, uncertain of where it might land. My fingertips graze past your shoulder and slowly down your arm. This feels so new and yet so familiar. I wonder if the others have noticed we're gone yet. They seemed preoccupied with getting the lights back on. I have a feeling that they won't notice our absence for quite some time. I shift my hand down to your hip and then silently direct you to lie on your back. I bend down in the dark to find your lips, but you find mine first. <sighs> 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 
Your hands tug at the collar of my shirt with an urgency I recognize. You used to always do this when you wanted to have sex back in college. You taste familiar and yet somehow different, still delicious, still so kissable. Your hand makes its way under my shirt. You lift it up over my head and toss it somewhere off to the side. Not being able to see you is making my sense of touch so much stronger. I think I can hear you unhooking your bra. I draw my hands down your torso and find your firm and supple breasts. I drag the pads of my thumbs across your nipples, gently making circles around your tightening areola. You shiver and complain playfully that my fingers are cold. <laughs> you lean closer into me and your warm mouth embraces mine. Mm. I massage your tongue with a long, passionate kiss. Mm. God, you taste exactly the way I remember. It feels like no time has passed at all. I slowly drag my fingers down your torso and let them hover at your waist. My cock is getting hard as I think about pleasing you. I wonder if you still arch your back and curl your toes when you come. Your hips buck upwards into my hand. I unbutton your jeans as deftly as I can with one hand. And you assist me in pulling them down to your ankles. Here. <laughs> I try to remember what you like as I tease you through your panties. I seem to remember you like a nice long build-up before getting to the main event. I can feel warm heat emanating out of you as I press my palm up against you and gently massage your outer lips. You must be so fucking wet. Thanks for listening to this Audio Desires original story. We're sorry we had to cut this short, but this story is too hot for most platforms. To listen to the full story, head on over to audiodesires.com and create your account today. As a free user, you can listen to a selection of full-length free stories every month. And if you upgrade to premium, you instantly unlock hundreds of stories and guides. What are you waiting for? Go sign up now.